What's going on? Everybody, you've got the card board coaches here with your boy, Coach Co. I am, as always, the sports card cartel. That is correct. Uh, and lo and behold, we will talk, we will be talking about sports cards today. <laughs> and um, we, will we be talking about cartels? I'll, I'll try to fit it in there. We'll see. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, we seem to be at a bit of an impasse, if you will. <laughs> we are at, uh, which actually is quite funny because in Toronto um, and in Canada in general, I mean, Montreal just had their expo, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think uh, it was some kind of show. This, this weekend. It's called like, like Anti-Expo or something, which is Where? sounds like... Uh, the, the villain, villainous expo. I know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're building up to our, our biggest sports card event of the year. Uh, there is, you know, there's one in the springtime, nowhere near the same level of excitement as there is in the fall slash winter. Uh, party. We, we've got so many different sports on right now. We've got hockey. We've got baseball uh, World Series. Party, party basketball we're going into the world cup for the first time um and it, it's it's surprising to see and i guess this comes from having so many different types of content on your page and so many people from different places um because i think there is a lot of hype in toronto about this upcoming show and and that hype kind of gets lost in in the grand uh sentiment of you know, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all those in in terms of card creators. Um, so, I mean, I don't know where you want to take this, but I, I think that's interesting because there's so many people struggling to create content right now, struggling to find things to talk about, struggling to find areas of opportunity, which was like a lot of people's catchphrases for, you know, two years during during the pandemic and after the pandemic. And in the and in the fitness industry, yeah, fuck, don't get me started. And, and now you're at a point where, I mean, if you're truly just kind of collecting what you like, I mean, aside from just kind of sharing, you know, some PC buys, like, what do yeah. you talk about? You know what I mean? Well, I am, we're, well, we're seeing a lot of that, and that's yeah. cool and everything. Yeah, I think we're, uh, you know, we're getting back to maybe where we would have been had we not lived in this bizarre, um, you know pandemic land that we lived in for a couple of years. Uh, I like that you mentioned that there's this struggle. There's this thing going on with content creators right now. Um, you know, I do want to point out our good friends at Luke Tiger Braun, uh, who, you know, I, I gave him a little flack for putting out material that was kind of obvious and in some ways potentially condescending, but this is where we're at. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, basically, to talk about the things we would have been talking about in 2018, 2019, consolidating your collection. Yeah. Um, you know, like dollar bins, you know, like stuff like right. that, like Me selling, sell, selling off loose ends. Yeah. Methodology and how you're collecting or how you're flipping or yeah. because it's it's going to get it's it's very different now. And uh, it's, it's in my mind, it's, it's returning to where we were. And I've touched on this in some of our previous pods talking about how you really got to know the sports now. You really got to know 
uh, the players. It was more about trends and it was more like, and this is why, you know, outside asset investors could have gotten involved either through the advice of, of someone in the card world or by simply hopping on trends, um, which were coming outside of the sports world from, from documentaries, from, you know, other mainstream outlets talking about a specific player or a sport or even a specific brand, i.e. Panini getting a, a spotlight, i.e. PSA getting a spotlight from athletes talking about PSA cards. We're getting back to people deciding what they really like in the grading game. What do, what do we like about this company or this company? What do we, it, 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 with, with the cards? So I guess this is a great way for us to segue to some of the things we've been seeing as it relates to Tops, Panini, as it relates to some of these grading companies. The, the, the focus is more now on the surface and what's going on on the surface rather than just these kind of grandiose overall ideas. I want PSA slabs. Right. I want uh, Panini only, Prism. Only tens, you know, like. Yeah. And like even even the Prism brand has yeah. kind of lost a bit of its sheen, you know, like. Uh, and I and again, I love the fact and we touched on this speaking to Johnny last. Uh, well, not last week, a couple weeks ago, we took a bit of a uh, uh, of an October break. But even talking about the fact that there's a lot of people getting into niche markets and they're following their heart in terms of the sport that they enjoy. Or, or or non whatever. or non sport right like right or whatever whatever yeah. whatever the product is yeah. right yeah. that that they're enjoying and, and getting into I'm seeing so much uh, I'm non sport seeing, I'm seeing a lot of people buy signed jerseys man and this is something sure. that like growing up like I I fucking loved the idea of a signed jersey right. uh, I was like this is like the coolest thing ever like this is literally like something. I mean, sometimes it was like match worn or whatever, but like at the end of the day, like the person had to physically sign this. And I remember, you know, early on, I I, I asked you, I said, why is it that that uh, like in person autographs go for so much less than the you know, sticker autographs or or you know what yeah, come out of a package, right? Was like, it, was, it was it was your Shane. You had a Shane Bieber in person. I had a, I had a Shane Bieber in person, yeah. and he didn't have a Bowman a Bowman uh, Bowman first. Um, and I just I just that, didn't. That's... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, it just didn't make much sense to me. I was like, why of is course. it, you know, it, like... It still doesn't. I mean, yeah. the, my two favorite, pair, like, complicated equations in the hobby. And, you know, it's so funny now. I'm, like, so reluctant now to say these two names because of Dave from Signed and Slam. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just stick with Dave for now. But, but yes, Patrick Ryan also brings this up all the time because this guy has an absolutely mind-blowing flabbergasting memorabilia and autograph collection that Dave bring Dave, Dave brought up the, the situation where he doesn't understand why certain parallel cards are not fetching what the base card fetches. And Patrick Ryan talks a lot about why are you paying so much for this Jersey piece? That's not even game used alongside an autograph on a friggin' sticker versus, you know, you have a game worn autographed in person on the item piece of memorabilia and it i and a lot I, of times to it, get into these arguments and discussions but they're really weird a lot of times they're tied to specific games too like you know what i mean Absolutely. like like the jerseys are are like game match too which i think yeah creates a whole different level of like authenticity i um, mean listen it, it speaks to the power of cardboard of the square piece of cardboard people people either get it or they don't when they I get think it, it it's just i think it's it's the convenience of it i think like sure. so, i think so, store? so much of store and also like so much of 
the reason why cards have kind of like exploded is like a lot of it is is through social media you know the 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 you know hate it or love it regardless um a lot of it is through social media and being able to showcase you know your collections uh on like a sure yeah tiny, that's tiny a good little point. screen that's a good point yeah and and you know i don't know if it does it justice to just kind of like see a jersey like i think in person a jersey would have a, like a, a magnificent impact like right. I got game worn or or match worn jersey autograph of a specific player that you can tie it to the game. I think it would have a tremendous impact. You know, it's almost like going through a museum or something. Um, but I think in terms of like um, the ability to show something off, I think it, it, it's it's almost well, like a, a little more. It's like easier to digest, like on a piece of cardboard, if that makes yeah. sense. By the way, how about these guys at the expo who are going to show up, turn around, and show you that, like, you know, Lemieux signed this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're wearing it. Yeah, yeah. Which is a whole other thing. So I um, actually wear, like, I have a few, ga- like, like uh, not game worn, but I have a few, like, autographed jerseys. And, like, I wear them, like, openly. Like, I don't, like, and, <laughs> again, like, I don't I mean, know, like, it, if, if it was game worn, it'd probably be different. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to fuck that up. But like, yeah. if it's just like something that's autographed, like I think it's cool, you know. So I don't, I'm like, find, I'm it, I don't find it too much different than people who are into vintage T-shirts and they're wearing them. Yeah, Some yeah, of these yeah, shirts yeah. are really expensive, yeah, and they're yeah, wearing yeah. them. Yeah, you know, perhaps a female that's very well endowed is is wearing them and making some people sweat in terms of the uh, the condition and value. Of the shirts. <laughs> this is something that happens. Um, you know, uh, it's like you're in an apartment, you got a shoebox full of autographed jersey cards versus you're in a palatial estate and you're showing it off. It could be very impressive. I think, it, you know, I think Patrick Ryan had to do like a, a series of lives to show off maybe a portion yeah. of what he's got, you yeah. know. So that is a real thing, obviously, the, the display and the storage of stuff like that. But now what about that second part that I brought up? I mean, while we're just kind of freestyling here, I mean the cup is a fantastic example. You want that base 99. You want that base 249. You don't know if you want that Jersey number out of 13. Yeah. And which again, I didn't, I didn't think made sense either. Remember, like I, I, I had like sure. a gold. I, I would, I found gold cup cups and they were yeah. so much cheaper. Yeah. And then base to 99 or base to 249. So, so again, it, it is the same design. Yeah. However, it is not the same card. It does have the gold foil. Yes. Which I, I mean, um, you would think makes it even more desirable because people are simps for gold and it's a lower numbered parallel. And these are all the things that hold true pretty much across the board in the hobby. Yeah. So it kind of it comes down to two things. Number one, do you think it's going to change? And I've always said there's a possibility. For sure. But I mean, I, I remember this discussion six, seven years ago to yeah. people that were speculating on it. Yeah. It still hasn't come to be. Yeah. And then the second part just being the fact that, you know, that there is a base card that's that's recognized as the rookie card. And it's the one that tends to get hoarded. It's the one that gets that tends to get targeted just because a stamp goes there's just because there's only not just because there's 99 versus and he's not a great example because it's Jersey number. But, you know, if you have a guy who's got 99 and then that number out of 20 you know, you're, you're going after that, the, the 99 and someone, someone might have 20, 30 of them because they've identified that one as the base card and that's the one they want. And that, that one, that tends to be the, the, the stock certificate in that player. But if you just use a logical mind, the out of 20 should be worth more. I understand that. 
but it's just not what we see in the hobby. Um, you know, we, we see the inscribed SP Authentic Future Watch goes for more. Yeah, and the, those are, are more scarce. You know what and I mean? And they have like, something added, which is the date, unless yeah. you're Tyler Bertuzzi, in which it, you went insane and decided to do every single one. Every single one of them. Every single but one. But there's certainly a premium for the first 50 future. I think they start, when did they start doing it? 2016, 17? Or Matthew's did they have year, it in the beginning of the year? Matthew's year. I'm pretty sure 16, 17, right? Yeah, so I think so. That's an example where the low, but again, it's still hidden under the disguise of being the 999 base rookie card. Yeah. So, whereas, you know, there's no, that serial numbering goes away and it's a totally different serial numbering. And I believe it's hand numbered with the cup gold. That maybe that's another thing. Maybe people don't like the hand numbering. I, I don't know. Um, there's the tags. Not a lot of people love the red ink tags. I mean, so, I've, it's so I've, super limited. I know, but I'm not a big fan of the tags personally. But and same thing with like the, the buttons, you know. I'm not, I, and that's just yeah, uh, nor, nor am I. I mean, it it's, is cool. it's, if, you were, it's, if you were to pull that, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you got a big hit, but like, it's just not something I would really like ever be like, wow, a button. You know what yes, I mean? Like, I I would much prefer like a nasty patch. Like, give me like a three or four color sure. patch versus like an out of three button any day. There you go. Yeah. And uh, so that that remains an endearing part of and I didn't know how it was in other sports. But according to these auction rundowns that Dave has been sharing with us again, Dave uh, signed and slab, um, <laughs> you know, it's quite clear. That's also a thing in other sports, too, uh, which I don't know, which speaks to the collector mentality, the fact that they want the base rookie card. Well, in, and in baseball, too, though, like you see kind you see trends like this as well, like um the out of 250 um doesn't have like let's say the bowman chrome autograph it the out of 99 i think it is whatever the green one is i believe, I believe that one that, that one is less like generally speaking less money than like the out of 150 because maybe people uh, don't like green no it's because it wasn't one of the like original parallels i think Right, and, and so, then there's also and so because they added like like new parallels, oh, like down the line. yes, 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 yes. And, and then there's so, also like, the shimmer versus the regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. don't like the shimmer. You get excited, yeah. you hit the fifty shimmer, but you yeah, find yeah. out they like the fifty regular more than the fifty shimmer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that also gets into into the the the, the discussion of the fact that that's one of the things I like about hockey is we don't have a million different parallels. Yeah, unless unless you're in. Um... Oh, peachy platinum. 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 Yeah. <laughs> That's true. But again, yeah. platinum, another product that is kind of a fringe product in, in hockey. I mean, we're so stubborn about what we like. And we yeah. also have to explain the young gun phenomenon. We've already done this on the podcast, but a lot of newbies or other sports people are like, what is with these young guns? They're just base rookies. Now, again, we, we talked about the fact that they're not really just base rookies. There's only six of them in a hobby box. Yeah, they literally know. are short printed. Do you know what I mean? They are short printed, but yeah. then again, you take a look at these population reports and they're huge because hockey fans love people got to remember this is it's the stuff that's being sent in because hockey fans love this stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of the raw cards that are going to be bought and sold at the expo are going to end up slapped by MNT, KSA, PSA, BGS, SGC, CSG, OPP, MIA, ABC, etc., which is ETC. Can we talk about KSA was offering $50? Uh, Let's not listen. (laughs) KSA, which stands for Kanata Society, eh? I don't know what KSA is. Me neither. I apologize. They've been around around for a while, too. KSA, I love you. 
I'm not saying that they're not, I mean, they're very credible. Like you see a lot of vintage cards in, in KSA slaps. That being said, I will say that every time I've seen someone crack a, a KSA and it, it, the, the gray drops, go well. drops by like two. Uh, usually. Yes. I, I lovingly refer to the KSA slab as a high end top loader for a lot of those older guy dealers that yeah. have a lot of vintage and prefer to have it in a KSA slab with a grade versus just being out there, which totally makes sense for some of these yeah. old cards that need respect on them. Okay. Brian Trache rookie cards, you know, Ken Dryden rookie cards, they need respect on them. Um, More so importantly, I, I, it's like the authentication as well too, right? Like, I, cause I, so many vintage cards are, are often faked, right? So, I mean, at least if it's in a KSA slab is a reputable company and, and at the end of the day, like it, it's real, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can I, buy I want, with confidence. I want to run a contest where the first person that tells what KSA stands for gets a prize because I'm on their website and I can't figure it out. No. Um, but, you know, that that does sound like a lot. But the funny thing, like, look, a lot of casual collectors like MNT, as far as I know, does gangbusters at the expo. They slab a lot of cards. Yeah. Um, and maybe KSA does as well. So I don't know. I mean, um, you would think with prices as low as they are right now and with the opportunity to grade through stores and so many different um, submitters that, you know, you would stick with the big names, but Canadians have had a thing for MNT and KSA. So, and, and then our favorite comes up Beckett. Do you think oh, people yes. will be grading with Beckett, sir? How about you they tell will, talk listen, to us people, about, talk to us about your experience with Beckett. People will continue to use Beckett as their PSA backup. Um, we're going to say the things that people don't want to say out loud. You know? <laughs> if you feel like your card isn't going to 10, you know, he's on the fringe of yeah. a 10. Yes. You're going to send it to Beckett. Yes. And Beckett is, you know, for the most part, generous. Um, there's a lot going on with Beckett, right? Except now. for um, raw card reviews. I, I will never use that service again, which is <laughs> hilarious because they make a lot of money from that service. You want to keep people happy with that service and you have destroyed that. They have, they, Beckett has destroyed that service for me. I never had an issue with getting the grade promised or higher up until my latest uh, order at the expo, which was absolutely slaughtered, which is insane to me. You, you, you can tell me all day long that it's not guaranteed, but your employees were guiding me down the route, telling me that they believe on first glance it's a nine five. You're going to bring it down two grades. That's a huge problem. You're going to bring it down one. That's fine. You're going to give it the nine point five and nine. That's fine. You're going to bring it down two grades. That means that somewhere in this ladder of of uh, of this somewhere in the sequence, you screwed up. Yeah, and you cost me because I because what I've done is I ripped all my cards out of these raw cards. They're going to different companies: SGC, PSA. Beckett's not getting a dollar from me again. That's just me. I and I'm not. I'm not making a suggestion to anyone. No, 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 no. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, again, disclaimer. Some of but my like that, that, That's that's what we talked about it from the beginning, though. That's what you opened up with. Is that like you know we're just gonna say, you know how yeah. we're feeling right now. You but know, my, just some of my biggest cards, some of my PC cards are in Beckett slabs. I've been I've been there, uh, you know, unofficial spokesperson for quite some time. But these repeated experience for myself, for people I know, very large dealers that have a presence on Instagram and are letting people know. There is, of course, the PMG, Dan the Cardman from Australia. Boy, am I loving my Australia peeps these days. I can't say enough about them. I, I just agree. want to head over there and party and, 
and maybe bust some wax. I don't know, bust something else. But anyway, um, maybe hang out with some koalas, hopefully not get chlamydia, hopefully not get herpes either. But um, Dan, the card man, took, a, took it upon himself to talk about this, this red Gretzky PMG. Um, that information is out there now. Um, card came back with a lot more damage on it than it did when it went there. Um, yeah, huge problem. Uh, I got cracked slabs uh, with, with the in, in, integrity of the slab in question. Labels, mislabeling is a bigger issue ju than just the fact that you have a mislabel. You now have, the, they affect their population that way, right? You, you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. if, if they've not indicated that this is not a lo no logo tops card, they've applied it to the regular population. Now someone thinks there's still six instead of seven of the no, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a problem. That, and that's an indication of not giving a crap about what you're doing. I mean, they, um, they care about grading VHS right now. They pick up VHS DNA, whose owner looks a lot like he could be the brother of Tyler Hit, and his last name is also Hit. Whatever. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I mean, that's I guess that's not my business. But if someone wants to make a video, please, let's piece that together. Both yeah. guys have similar beards. Anyway, this, this guy that started VHS DNA had a warehouse full of sealed VHS and more power to him. That's an enterprising individual. He decided to say to himself one day, what am I going to do with this warehouse full of VHS? I know a way I'm going to 10 times the value of my inventory and create a company in the process. And then he ends up selling it to Beckett. God knows what, why they wanted to enter the VHS market. I don't know. I mean, and again, I'm, I'm someone that has VHS tapes on his shelf. I, I, I just love VHS tapes. I know you do. I know you do. And that's why I wanted to mention it. But however, I don't have a single graded copy. Yeah. Um, do I have some I'm curious about sending out? 100% for sure. Um, and I, I was talking to uh, the VHS DNA guy before I pissed him off. Pissed him off real good. Did you? But um, yeah, that's, that's what cartel tends to do. But uh <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I, I probably will eventually wind up with a slab or two with the VHS tapes just for my own personal enjoyment. But these prices that have materialized and the obvious pump, which was just as obvious as the video game, video game pump about a year ago, it was just, just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous to see the, the prices, some of these common mass-produced VHS tapes were achieving in a plastic slab which, by the way, there could be a, there could be a, a there could be foam core in that in that sleeve. For well, all literally, there could be foam core inside that Raiders of the Lost Ark sleeve. There could be a moldy tape, moldy tape that you'll never be able to actually play inside that sleeve inside that plastic. Well, that's like uh, the whole BBC stuff, right? Like, yeah, the you know how do you trust authentication? I mean, unless you can open it and reseal it yourself which I still think, I don't know why people aren't doing. I don't know why it's not, if you're the person that authenticates things, why, why can't you open it up, see what's inside, say, yes, I agree. And you're good to go. You know, yeah, I mean, Although, in, this, in this case, you're grading. So I understand why that, that wouldn't work, but. You um, can create an industry standard if they wanted to, but they know it's extra work. You could create an industry standard as we have to break the seal and then create this new seal. I don't know. There's another um, BBC type company. I just picked up some uh, 8990 Opeachy where they seal it 
and then they seal it again with the grating seal. I don't know. It's they make it complicated, but end of the day, I don't know what's in. I don't know what's inside there. Yeah. Um, that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. And as we know, the plastic doesn't mean anything. No. We saw what happened with that prism box, right? Yeah. Um, that had the Austin Power stuff in it. All reminders again that we are in a really sketchy industry. This is why I'm always telling people. Hang tight to the people you trust, the companies and services that you trust. Hang tight to the collectors that you know, the friends that you have that you trust. Because there's just so many, you know, you want to talk about areas of opportunity. How about areas of, you know, uh, opportunity to, to take advantage? And people are always doing that. People are always trying to pass cards off. It took me almost, it took me a half year. I realized this guy came to my table and we made a trade. It was fairly minor, but he gave me this cool Yermir Jagger card. Uh, which was a like a late 90s, early 00s tops jersey card. And he had it in one of those really annoying screw down holders. And I found out why he did, because when I took it out to closer look, there's a complete divot in the card. And you're not going to tell me the guy didn't know that. He did know that. We're constantly trying to pass things off to one another. We're constantly lying to one another. Jeff Wilson is saying this card has damage on it. And then he gets a 9.5 from Beckett. Guys, I mean... You got you. It's just constant reminders of all the possible ways that that you could be getting screwed, right? I so, mean, he gemmed he gemmed a, a miscut, a miscut that Ovi, that Ovi. Again, we, and, and let's we know clear, we know we know the story of that Ovi. Let's let's be clear because of the litigious nature yes, of okay. sports card investor. Look, by the way, that's it's not an insult. It's not yeah, an yeah. opinion. Yeah, that's fine. Litigious, he yeah. is a litigious guy. He posted a video in which. You know, he, he, he showed the conversation. I don't want to get involved with the other party because here's the thing. When you have a slab and it's a PSA slab and it says authentic and it's an in-demand card, there's a million things that can be going on. Yes. We don't know. We're not psychics. And it's not the, the seller's responsibility to give you uh, an info sheet. No, 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 no. So you make your own decision. And Jeff himself in now, I knew what the issue was. With well, I know. Yeah, yeah. I had insider knowledge. Yes. Jeff didn't. But Jeff saw something on the surface. Um, I didn't remember seeing it, but I didn't give it a good look because I didn't care. But he he saw something on the surface and pointed it out. And by the way, that's a negotiating tactic. When someone's sitting there starting to like criticize your card, I have news for you. It's a negotiating tactic. Yeah, of course so he, it is. He got what he wanted. It was a trade. I'm pretty sure both parties were happy. Although, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Although in the end, he the, managed to yeah. make a tremendous profit because he took it to Beckett who didn't apparently see what I knew about and didn't see the surface issue because I think it got nine fives across the board. Nine fives. In that same video, yeah. he shows us that there's a Tiger Woods SP autograph that PSA will not grade. Now, I have my own example of a card, relatively minor card compared to the Tiger Woods. Yeah, because you, you just sent one to SGC that, that, that PSA refused to grade. And again, I had insider knowledge because I pulled the card. Yeah. So PSA charged me for a card that I pulled telling me that it was, was it? Miscut. No, it was min size. Min size, you're right, you're right, you're right. right. And SGC graded it. Um, now, the Tiger Woods, I can't remember if it was returned as altered or there was some reason they would not grade it. Um. And I can't remember the specific Maybe reason. Either. Nonetheless, it it achieved a 9.5. That's a big card. That is a big, big card. Yeah. Um, so again, I'm not making any accusations. I'm not implying anything. I'm just giving you information. 
Um, you know, when you're a big time influencer and you're going to have your cards being shown off in these videos that get like, how many people, how many views does this guy get? I don't know. I don't know. A tremendous amount. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, I think he's got, he's got well over like 200,000 so subscribers. As a grading company, when you're dealing with this person and you know, his name, these aren't done anonymously. Okay. There's a tremendous advantage for you to have your slab be the one that's being showcased when he's showing off the goods. But in the case of the Ovechkin, we know that it is an indictment of uh, the quality of, uh, and what and some of the things that are going on at Beckett, which is to say a lot of hanky-panky, a lot of sketchy stuff uh, that doesn't make sense to me and I think hurts them in the long run. We've talked about this enough, but again, they also know that the, the land of collectibles and cards is the land of people with short-term memories that are yeah. also stubborn. And like, if you like Beckett, I can tell you they slapped your mama. You're going to say, well, mama, I'm going to have to take her out for dinner because I'm not leaving Becca. This well, is the way people behave. And I don't know. They're just – the way that they're moving is just so – it's so erratic, it feels like. Yes. Like, they they, they, they were going to change the look of their slab, and then there was an outpour, and then they're like, oh, it's a joke. Even though at the National, all around their booths, they had the, the new slabs that they were going to debut on the – on like Pretty the – on yeah. the skirts. Pretty clear um, what, what happened there, and then they announced the authentication that said they were gonna they were gonna remove any grade on the slab Under that wasn't a, that wasn't a ten for the auto, and then they pulled that video too. And then and then you would have to look it up on the app or something. Yes, right? yes, 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 yes. And and and, and again, public but then, outcry. But then they pulled the video too. You know, yeah. so I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing right now? I don't what understand. Even Ultimate if you if you make a decision, a... just yeah. like just make it. Like yeah. I assume that there's some sort of process that you go through. And you're like, you know, maybe a focus group would help, or <laughs> you know, like I've reached out to them. I'm like, hey, listen, if you need like a helping hand, like I'll like. Good I... luck with that. Good luck <laughs> with reaching out to <laughs> I actually did. I did. I screenshotted everything. Did you get but, a response? Uh, no, of course not. Of course not. No, no, no. They 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 don't. They have not responded to a single one of my messages. No, um, no, no. Since and that, pre-pandemic, and like Davis, Davis reached out to them multiple times, and they're just—I yeah. uh, don't know, I don't know. But I'm well, like, it's like, I'm uh, like, how, how do you rescind you... like a major announcement? Major announcement, and then they're like, yeah. okay, we're just—it's almost like that Homer Simpson meme where he's like, like kind of fading into the 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 hedge, the, the hedge. You know what I mean? Like, that's it's like perfect. How much are they paying these executives involved uh, in making these decisions? I don't know. It's 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 very unprofessional. It's very amateur hour. Uh, speaking of amateur hour, tops. Let's talk about our good friend tops. Man, it's it's so weird. Like as the as the last couple of years have gone by, some people may forget tops was public enemy number one because of their lack of customer service, their poor quality control. Yes, that's correct. Um, then I guess I don't know. They well, seem that, to enjoy flying under the radar for a while. Well, because I think Panini's been been just getting thrashed. Yeah. Um, because like the, ironically enough, their customer service is way fucking worse, which yeah. I didn't think was possible, but it is like, I mean, listen, listen to what we're talking about. These are the major companies. These are the major players we're talking about. Beckett, Tops, Panini. And what are they giving the collectors? What is the, what is the respect they're showing? Players? See, this is the thing about sports card radio. Um, it's which has been a complicated relationship for me because, you know, oftentimes these guys, are speaking they're almost like speaking down like they're almost like insulting people that dare to collect cards like some of their verbiage is like is is really nasty like they're yeah. they're talking to you and giving you 
information and entertaining you, but then they kind of slap you a little bit and call you a loser living in your mom's basement. And I don't know, but, but that's why, but here's the thing. I, I now get it. I get sports card radio so much better in this day and age. They're giving you a little bit of a wake up call that if, if you're going to let these companies treat you like dirt, we're just going to give you a little taste of that. And, and bam, like the, the, the clouds opened up and I was like, sports card radio, you guys are awesome. And I get it now. It's not just this, it's not an egotistical thing. It's, it's not a high and mighty thing. It's you're reminding your, your viewers and listeners that you're taking garbage and shit every day. So take a little bit, take a little bit of Buckley's and a spoon, you know, while we're dishing you the information. Um, tops is le- like, I, again, I've had my experiences with their quote unquote replacements. Oh, buddy. <laughs> the ultimate story being that you send a one of one in and they send you the same card numbered out of 50. So they, unreal. they, they did that with the, the Albert Pujols. Is that what you're referring to? Yes. Complete lack of awareness yeah, of yeah. what is of, of yeah. the person the people that they sell their product to. Imagine that, dude. You get a one of one. And like there's you can't give them another one of one. I mean, I guess you could, depending on how many you make. But well, guess what? Make uh, it produce I, it some. I, I I agree. But like at the very least, you can't possibly say that like this is equal value. Like yeah. if you, you send a check with it, you just can't. Or but like instead uh, of a check, they included packs of tops heritage. I don't even think they did that in this instance, they, bro. They did. There was like four packs of like heritage and like no, pro debuts. They're infamous for giving out the the like the 2020, 2020 opening day and uh and like tops heritage, which is like it's the two worst selling products. It's yeah, literally well, like still have warehouses of 2020 product. Probably, probably. But like it's uh cause it also happened with um with an Otani. Uh it was a a diamond it was a diamond autograph out of yeah, 2018, an and it was, it was a red. So, like, it would have been number to five. 2018 was Otani's rookie year, and apparently the person submitted it uh, well before the expiration date. Um, but Are we sure? Are we sure about that? Because that's the so, part I didn't know about. So, that's what people are feuding over. Apparently, the person – so, I think it's Suns fan. I think he's now, he's now conceded. He's, like, saying that, like, I was wrong. Um uh, apparently that's he did submit it before and well the, the photo the photo re- he showed was a card with that was unscratched that's I, why people were a little confused about that i don't know i think that people are always- oh, look, I, i've got my situation with my ob which by the way uh brendan is coming to a head as of the expo uh, i pulled that ovechkin redemption yeah. from a pack that i purchased at shoppers drug mart in 2022 Thanks to me. Uh, th- th- this is this would have been my my number one Grail card in two thousand and five. Not because of Ovi, but because I was a huge fan. I still am to this day of Ilya Kovalchuk. I got a PSA like, ten coming in. Of of what Kovalchuk? I do or you do? I do. I saw that. I yeah. want it. What is it? A Pacific card? Yeah, bro. Pacific what's is. The po- it's my what's jam the population right now. on that? What's the population on that? One. Come on. It's, I don't know. It's numbered to like eight ninety nine, and and they're like tough. I mean, that's not population one. That card okay. was very popular. that was getting submitted to all the companies back in the day. I'm gonna check. Anyways, I'm interested. <laughs> what is it? Fifty dollar card? It's got to be a 50, sixty dollar card. It's worth more in my PC. Ah, uh, you don't know nothing about Ilya, right? Know, anyway, um, 
you know, that card is devastatingly amazing. The, the Kobe, uh, Ilya dual rookie, uh, Ovechkin. Yeah. And now they did tell me that obviously they can't, they, no. they don't have a policy to replace it, but they put me in the top tier raffle. And apparently you stay in the raffle till you win something. And I'm hearing the top tier raffle has some very exciting stuff in it. So we'll see what happens. They're, they're in possession of my card. I didn't scratch it. I just sent them the card. Right. So I don't know what the deal was with the Otani. It's a little sketchy to me. I don't know. Um, but nonetheless, even look, even if it was expired, tops should do something. Same way Upper Deck is doing something. They should do something, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, and, and what the if we can summarize all of this, is that like, you know, in instances, or not instances, but in, in a time where we're at in the market, um, where, you know, so many people are kind of hesitant to buy, so many people are, you know, looking to sell, like, whatever, right? Like, um, I think a lot of people are going to be grabbing towards quality customer service, first and foremost, right? Like, yes. especially if things aren't as liquid and things aren't turning over so quickly and, you know, they're going to really care about how the experience is. You know, if like, if times are tight and money's tight, like I'm not going to go rip like a $2,000 box of, of Prism, Panini Prism, if I know that the quality control is shit. You know, because like not only is it like two thousand dollars is like a lot of money, but also even if I do hit something, it's garbage and they won't replace it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not garbage, but you know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah, there's no, yeah, they like, won't it replace nice. it. They won't it, like, right, like uh, all these things. Right. So yeah. if this stuff keeps happening, you're going to see people not rip as much. And I think that's going to be a, a, a pretty big yeah. problem. But you, you have to create assurances so that yeah. people have as comfortable uh, an experience as possible. This has been my number one issue. Yeah. in the hobby across the board is you it's it's so erratic and it's so unpredictable i don't know what like the, it's already nerve-wracking enough if you've purchased an expensive product and you want to get a hit and then to add another layer of it not knowing if there's going to be damage to your hit not knowing what's going on with redemptions um it sucks it, it, it grading can be nerve-wracking as it is to add another layer of some some dude is sliding in sixes out of nowhere I mean, like, God, David, I mean, David Ayers. like, like what, what, what happened to me, Brendan? What did, did I have? Like, a, a, a what was I having? Like, a, did I black out in the middle of preparing my order uh, of which, of which 85% came back gems and the rest were like nines. And then all of a sudden there's a six out of nowhere. What did I miss the, uh, the peeling and a six is like, that's not an eight. It's no. not a seven. It's a six. Yeah. So it's like, what? No, I mean, like it's like it's like not even acceptable to like be in a pack, theoretically speaking. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. tops as we we strive to yeah. to be an eight yeah. or above. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's a big insult to David Ayers. You know, he didn't he didn't deserve that. I, I want to drive a Zamboni. You know. And 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 I don't know what's going on. What's going on with that movie of his? There's supposed to be some sort of Disney movie. In well, maybe carry, they've lost. Maybe they've lost it, interest. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe the fact that the Leafs are involved has made them lose interest because the Leafs are, are shitting the bed. Well, because they're like they're like, well, the story isn't that great because literally everyone beats them right now. So, That's right. You know, exactly. so you're like, I could make two hundred movies that would all have the same ending. You know, may I suggest in the spirit of Halloween, maybe a slasher flick where every member of the Leafs team is somehow eliminated by the slasher during a game, 
and nobody notices because it ends up being like five to five to three after they start with a three nothing lead anyway. <laughs> I know that hurts. I'm sorry, Coach Co. I know That's that okay. I'm hurting you. That's okay. I know I'm hurting you deeply. It's gonna be interesting. We'll see what happens. Right. If there's one way to summarize all of this, is is, there... is to <laughs> there is there is there's and we're we're getting some positive stuff. Um, is honest to God, and we've said this before, and I'm gonna keep hammering it. I think, you know, obviously staying within your budget is important. It's probably the most important, especially when things get rocky and you don't want to have, oh, you don't want to be over leveraged in sports cards. People, and, and people not, are going to do that. And not, and, and, not be, and not be able to pay your rent or, you know, buy food or any of that shit, right? So um, number one, first and foremost, I think that is priority number one. Number two, I think there's a great opportunity to like actually collect shit and not because it's like, Val- like valuable like valuable you know like where you know i i hope that in the next six to 12 months that i'm gonna have less people come up to me and ask me and like by people i i mean like specifically the kids and i, I think that the kids are important here uh come up to me kids. and ask what my most expensive card is and it rather ask me what like my favorite card is do you know what I mean? Like, and I think if we can start making that shift, I think a lot of people are going to be a lot happier in the hobby. Um, I think a lot of people are going to, you know, actually take pride in the money that they've put into their cards and not necessarily like, oh, it's down 20% this week, right? Like, I mean, there's plenty of stuff I own that's like down 30, 40%. And like, I don't give a fuck because it's something that I still want to own even if it's yeah. 30 or 40 percent less people, right like people are people are buying they yeah. are i yeah. can show you they're buying and they're buying stuff they love they're buying cool cards like yeah. cards that are you know i i literally had someone in my dms today who was like uh, when i asked we we're about to make a trade i'm like what do you want he's like I, I just i want something cool with low numbering die cut shiny there's stuff people decide that they like they go after it i, I sold uh one of those wander franco uh game winner cards from the home run challenge nice those are serial numbered rc logo cards and i think people dig that so um people are still buying they're buying the players they like they're buying into the sports they like i'll give you an example in the world of ufc ufc select was such a great retail product and hobby product that people really took to it um they they they, they saw videos of people opening it and getting hits um, I would venture to say people like select more than prism now in, in the world of UFC. So you find something you like, like you said, as long as the quality control is there, find a company you like, as long as the customer service is there, that's where we're going to see yep. um, some growth. Maybe growth isn't the right, the right word, but that's where you're going to see interest and uh, commitment from, from buyers. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's important to talk about too, like commitment to like from buyers, like, I think when you're buying something, you know, it's not like you shouldn't be committing like like a week to it or like a month to it or like thinking about like, oh, this is this would be great to move next week or, you know, in two months. Like, because yeah. I think that like the, those, those volatility windows are kind of they're closing, right? Like they're, you're not going to see you don't see those big swings anymore. Uh, not not as violently or not as quickly, right? So, and if you want to get in on a player that you feel like, for example, the NHL is the perfect example right now, just because it's just starting out. We're seeing who's kind of coming out of the gate hot. We're seeing who's struggling a little bit. Hint, hint. Austin Matthews. 
And, and so people want to get in on a price that makes sense. So, you know, if I can even add a little bit of advice for dealers at the expo, because there's going to be a lot of first time dealers, I've heard the waiting list is gigantic. Huge. And that, that means there's more people that want to sell, which means that they're going to be casual sellers that are not, you know, dedicated to a business or, or dealers themselves that just want to set up and sell some of the stuff they accumulated. And if you're going to do that, I'm telling you right now, you're going to have a rough show if you're not ready to make a lot of bargains, price appropriately. If you think people were turned off by pricing the, like last year, imagine how turned off they're going to be if you're still asking crazy high numbers this year. Yeah. And I almost, I almost, I, I'm known for my funny signs that I that I have at my table. Um, I'm I'm almost considering having a sign that says, "Listen, these stickers. I mean, in so many words." These stickers that you're seeing on these cards, these are just ideas, okay? Do not be afraid to accumulate um, into a deal. Do not be afraid to talk to me about the pricing. Uh, be reasonable, obviously, like we always say, but I am going to be more open than ever, especially given the amount of inventory, uh, since you and I are just now getting our gigantic orders back from, yes, PSA, sir. Uh, from the July special. Um, I'm going to be extremely reasonable. All I ask in return is that people are fairly reasonable on their end and they are going to get the things they want. If there's a hockey player right now who's hot, I'm not going to price him thinking in my head that he's going to stay hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll price him for you right now, which means he's going to be a little bit more than you would have paid at the beginning of the season. Yeah. But I'm going to price it so it's affordable and you can pick it up and make that play so that you will benefit from yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Right? So that's yeah. something I would suggest is a good thing for the sellers at the I think that's great advice. And on that note, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, please do not forget to share this with your friend. Like, subscribe, comment. Let us know how you feel. Cardboard coaches are out of here. Take care, guys. Thanks.